Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is up, everybody? I hope everybody's happy, having a happy Friday. Welcome to 49er Minded, where we get into the minds of 49er fans. I'm your host, Bashar. Um, pleased to be here. Happy to be here. Of course, to see some people in the, already in the chat. Apologize for the delay. No no biggie, though. We'll see you guys here. John V from Locker Room Rant is here. Says, Bash and Rohan have a great collaboration. We got Laura's in here. Um, she said she just got home. Have a great show. Appreciate you. Niner Sickness Podcast, Beto. Check him out on YouTube, Niner Sickness Podcast. And let's bring on our guest from 49er Web Zone, none under the, the most busiest man, um, youngster I know in the game, uh, the most up-and-coming person out there, in my opinion, and very knowledgeable, great, great guy. I ran into this guy on Twitter last year, and we just became buddies, and we just had a, a great time talking football. And pleasure to have you on again, Rohan. How you doing? Unmute yourself, bro. There we go. Hey, man, I'm doing good. Appreciate you having me on. I mean, you know, we, yeah, like you said, I mean, we met in the spaces last year. Spaces is always turnt in the night and uh, glad to be back on the show and uh, hope it's a good one today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Spaces are, they're a whole different planet for those of you who've never been on Twitter and, you know, sometimes you got to bring your A game when you get on spaces. I haven't been on there. I'm not on there as much as I used to, but every now and then it's good to see some old faces and talk 49er football. And, you know, we got Warriors basketball playoffs coming up. Tommy Hux is here. He says he hates mock drafts. This might not be the show for you, but we are going to talk some regular Niner stuff before we get into the mock draft. Um, are, you, are you over in Wisconsin now? Is that is that where you are right now? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm in college right now. So, uh, yeah, in Wisconsin at the moment. That's cool. That's cool. Um, how, how do you like it compared to being over in the Bay Area? I believe you've been in the Bay Area most of your life, right? Yeah. I mean, up until a couple of weeks ago, obviously a huge weather change. Now we're last week or so, last few days, we're getting some really nice weather. So, I mean, I don't mind. It's a little bit, I mean, not a little bit. It's a huge change, but, you know, I'm fine with the adaptation, doing my thing, and, uh, I mean, having a good time. Yeah, I don't know if you've been back to the Bay Area anytime, or I, I live in Northern California now, kind of kind of close to Sacramento, and my relatives still live in the Bay Area, and Weather was totally different up here. I mean, from December until now, we, we was just like rain almost every other day. And now things are finally clearing up and getting a little warmer. So it's something that we're not used to out here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know because I came home for a week and it was crazy. Winds were crazy. The weather was wild. My house had a power outage, I think, for a few days. Wild time when I came home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a power outage, too, but um, thank God it wasn't a day or a time where I was planning on doing a stream or anything like that, because that would have sucked. <laughs> All right. We got Kels Chronicles here. He was on yesterday. We did a mock draft with him. That was awesome. For those who missed it, you can always go back and check it out. Great time. Always great time collabing with him, and I always appreciate Lot, all the people that I collab with in the 49er Empire community. Uh, we're blessed. We, we have a, plenty of talented, good-hearted, great, just great people, just good people in general. It's always fun talking to talk of football and just talking about life sometimes with them. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's true. This community is huge and it's a it's a lot of fun people. A lot of fun people to collaborate with. Grateful to everyone who I've collaborated with. I mean, it's been a fun environment and really uh grateful for everybody who's helped me along my way. 
Okay, so um, before we get into the football talk, uh, I want to mention a couple of things really, really quick because I forgot to mention this yesterday. It's a soft topic, but um, I had a record. You know, I always wanted to see the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I had promised my nephew um, way back when we saw the first saw the trailer months ago that hey, this is because my my nephew loves video games. I grew up playing Mario, and I was like, okay, we got to see this movie together because I was mad that he saw Sonic the Hedgehog movie without me. So we we made it a point to see this movie. I had a recommendation recommendation from an awesome friend. To, to see it in 4DX. If anybody knows what 4DX technology is, and if you don't know what it is, look it up. It is the best movie watching experience I've ever had in my life. And I'm somebody who avoids the theaters. Got a huge big screen in the house, big couch or whatever. But if you have a chance to see Super Mario Brothers in 4DX with the 3D and with the 3D effects, you have mo- the motorized chairs, you got fog and mist. Um, they have scents, different kinds of smells. Water hits you in the face in certain types of water scenes. And the movie itself, in my opinion, is probably the best animated movie that that I, that I ran across. I don't know if you've seen it, Rohan, if you plan to see it, but it's, it's I haven't yet. Movie I recommend. It should be I a recommend. fun one, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, and I'm not one who sits and watches animated movies all the time. So, but I highly recommend it, especially if you grew up as a gamer or you're a Mario fan and you should, should enjoy it. And, and one other topic before we get into the um, football talk. Uh, I'm a food guy. I, cook, I do cook a lot of pizza. Um, I, and it's not just pizza. I do a lot of barbecue stuff and just. You do a lot of barbecues, right? Yeah. Kebabs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I even know how to make some Indian food, too. I'm a big fan of Indian food. It might be my favorite cuisine overall, actually. I am Middle Eastern, but Indian cuisine is kind of similar, but it has its own spice and its own flavor and its own twist on things. And I just love food in general. So I'm going to try to put out a food channel called Foodie Fanatics. Um, so that's in the works. And I want to ask you, Rohan, since you live in the Bay Area and now you live in Wisconsin, right? Um, tell me about the food scene out in Wisconsin. If it's if which food scene would you do you prefer? Let's say way different. I mean, way different in a lot of different ways. I mean, Wisconsin has surprisingly a lot of the a lot of the big chain brands around where I'm on campus is actually quite there. So like you don't miss too many of those, but when you talk about the food scene, you're not talking about like the regular change. You're talking about like authentic restaurants and things like that. And I mean, myself, I don't go out uh, to many restaurants too much. So I, I haven't experienced it as much, but one thing I'll say is there's a good amount of Asian food, Chinese food uh, on campus, which is nice, not much Indian food. So that's the difference when I go back home. Uh, obviously in the Bay Area, you see just a lot of different cuisines. I think that that's just unique to any other place. But yeah, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, yeah. Bay Area, there's there's certain streets, which is endless Indian businesses. So, it's, you know, Bay Area is a different animal when it comes to that. That's for sure. What up, Bebop? See you here. This is my dude. Good to have you here. Yeah, so the 49ers um, held a local pro day yesterday. So I'm um, not sure what the ramifications that the NFL have are in terms of a mile radius, but I know it's basically set up for college football players who pretty much grew up in the Bay Area or ones who played their college ball in the Bay Area. And I know I'm Jake Hayner. He's a Bay Area guy. He's from Fresno State. He was there. And do you have any takes on any of the players or any eye-catching things in terms of players they brought in yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was an interesting group of attendees. Normally, when you see the the local pro day, I think last year, there weren't many players, if any, drafted at all from that bunch. When you look at the bunch this year, though, I don't think that that's the case. I think there are a good amount of players that could be drafted. You talk about Jay Kaner. He was an interesting guy. He is a guy who has seen a lot of buzz. Um, his S2 score, I think, was recently revealed to be a 97, at least by sources, not uh, not by uh, anybody um, like not by anybody who conducted the test. But I mean, 
He was there. Another quarterback who's expected to be drafted, Tanner McKee, was there. A solid receiver from Stanford, Michael Wilson, was there. I mean, a lot of interesting players were there uh, defensively. The one that really intrigued uh, that I talked about uh, with my guy Marco yesterday on our podcast was Isaiah Foskey of Notre Dame. He's probably a top three-round pick at, at, at latest. And so that was interesting because he's, he's from Notre Dame too. And so he's a guy who the 49ers likely don't get a chance to grab at all. But he was there. Um, and I mean, it was interesting to see the different areas of places that, uh, people were there. Ray John Wright was there, a quarterback, uh, very interesting names. Uh, and I think that this is a, one of the more intriguing groups that they've brought to their local pro day. Oh yeah. And, um, I remember Larry Kruger not too long ago, put out a video about Isaiah Foskey and the other cornerback, I think it's Claiborne. I always forget his, this guy's name. We, Kelts Chronicles and I were talking about him yesterday. You probably know who he is. So the cornerback that Kruger was talking about, but Isaiah Foskey's from Dave LaSalle. I actually have I actually played against Dave LaSalle when I was in high school one year, which was fun. And, um, you know, we all know that they're a national football powerhouse and, and Kruger was so high on Isaiah Foskey. He's like the 49ers need to trade up to get this guy. He's assuming that they'd have to trade up to the second round, possibly. And then he mentioned the cornerback. I'm not sure if you know that cornerback's name. I know Kelts is in the chat. If he's still there, you'd know. But it's a skinnier cornerback, but he's got a guy who's a ball hawk and who's able to get pick sixes. And his name totally slips my mind. But he's not a barrier product. But um, Kruger was saying that we should trade up to get him, either him or Foskey. Okay, okay. We'll see if he remembers the name. If you remember the college, I might be able to tell you, but... Uh, we'll see if Kelts can uh, drop that. Yeah, she's still in there. He, he remembered because Kelts was really high on him. And the NFL comp for um, Isaiah Foskey that Kruger was giving was Yannick Ngakwe. So I was like, well, okay, well, that's pretty high praises. And we got No Border Sports Ryan here. He says, Debo, that like button. Appreciate you guys. If there's newcomers to the channel or just people who search up my channel all the time and watch, because only 50% of my viewers, according to my analytical data, are actually subscribed to the channel. Show some love, hit the subscribe button. It's really easy. And um, Rohan, if you've never heard of him before, you have no idea who he is, I have all the descriptions. In the description box of this video, I actually have all the links to his social media, his YouTube, his Twitter. Um, he writes for 49er Web Zone. Oh. Definitely check that out. Oh, Forbes. Mal- is it Malcolm Emmanuel Forbes? Forbes. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes. I don't know why yeah, I keep yeah. jacking this guy's name up. Emmanuel I know Forbes. why. Yeah, Emmanuel Forbes is really intriguing. The thing that will drop him is his size. I think he weighed in at 166. Yeah, he's a skinny um, dude. Yeah, uh, that's the thing that'll drop Emmanuel Forbes is very intriguing. I don't think he, I don't think he falls to to ninety nine. I, I don't expect it, and it'll it'll be tough because I don't know if the Forty ers were to trade up for a position. Don't know if it'd be the corner uh, that they trade up for. But Emmanuel Forbes is certainly an intriguing guy, a guy who's even got first round hype. Yeah, yeah, he was um, Kruger was definitely saying we'd have to trade up trade up for him. I think this draft in general is pretty deep at corner in compared to other drafts. So I don't necessarily I don't see corner as a pressing need either, but he was he was kind of saying it was like a can't miss prospect. And as far as body type goes, he kind of reminds me of Merton Hanks a bit. Uh, if you remember him, you know, obviously he's a little before time, but you, you, I'm sure you probably seen him on the Super Bowl videos and all that. And Merton Hanks was an awesome player. I love Merton Hanks. And probably I remember when he was playing, they put him at free safety. These dudes in my high school were like, can't believe he's only like 195 pounds or 100, barely 190 pounds playing free safety. But the guy just had a nose for the football, man. Yeah, man. Ballhawk. Ballhawk. Yes, here we got uh, Kels hollering out the Warriors. That's this Saturday. Tomorrow they play the Kings. Going to be a lot of fun with the Warriors. Um, you know, they kind of had a little 
weren't too great on the road this year, but we'll see. So we already got people dropping predictions. Um, Beto, he's a Lakers fan. That'll be an interesting pick. one. That'll be an interesting one. It is going to be, especially with Wiggins back in the mix. Um, we missed him. If I ha- Oh, here we go. So Kel says, if I had to pick between Forbes or Dewan Jones, I'm taking Jones. So in a dream world scenario, Dewan Jones, if we were to trade up to get him or – if the football gods somehow had him uh, drop down to at 99, we're gonna have to tra- we're gonna have to yeah. trade up like 60 spots to at least. Yeah, I mean he's he's my he's my draft crush of this draft. Do yeah. you have one? Do you I, have I a bet draft more crush? money that both of them are gone before we even have a chance to trade up. Do, do you have a draft crush? Um, come oh on. yeah, I've I've got a couple, and I'm sure we'll get to it in the mock draft. I have oh, a couple yeah, yeah. really at every position. Um, if we're talking right tackle, my two. Me and Marco, my co-host, have the same two because those are the two that I watched really early and uh, uh, really liked. Uh, that's Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. That's a guy I who I look to target in uh, in, in mock tackle, drafts right? when I trade up. Yep, tackle. tackle. Um, and then uh, Wanya Morris uh, at Oklahoma. Uh, I've heard a lot about Wanya Morris. Incidents, but I, I think he's a really good player, yeah. Do, do you have any in terms of pros and cons between the two players? I've heard about both guys, but I haven't watched enough film on the two to say I like one better than the other. Yeah, I think Bergeron's a better talent. Um, uh, Frame-wise, I think he's also a little better. Um, he He's played left tackle. He's around 6'5", 320. Uh, the one quirk people have about him is his arm length, I believe. Uh, that might be suitable, a little more suitable for guard, but he's got talent enough to be a a uh, a tackle he's got good uh, he's got good speed for his size or good athleticism for his size but he's also a very powerful guy and as for morris morris is a solid player who played in an intriguing scheme where they pulled the tackles a lot he was a right tackle at oklahoma after transferring from clemson and they 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 pulled the tackles a lot so you see a lot of morris in space which coincidentally is what the 49ers like to do with their right tackles when they do that outside zone to the right side and uh those different runs to the right side and so you see a little bit on tape of Morris moving in space, and he's also a, a fairly solid pass protector. That's something that popped out to me. Okay. And and since we're talking about the O-line, let's talk about the 49ers offensive line situation really, really quick because McGlinchey left. Um, John Feliciano was picked up, who's played, um, I believe, four positions on the offensive line between the Buffalo Bills and New York Giants. And I wasn't really, really aware of this guy when we picked him up. I did watch some film. And so, of course, there's certain highlights that people pick out and you see the good plays. But I was hearing some mixed reviews from fans that, oh, he got owned and pushed back on certain plays. But I did see some athleticism in terms of being able to pull for a big guy, six foot five, three twenty five, I believe. And some people were saying that, hey, we brought this guy in to um, to play. He's not going to sit there on the bench because I believe he started 15 games last year. And then there's a rumor that we may move, move Burford, Spencer Burford, to the right tackle or per- perhaps insert McKivitt. So I don't know what's your take on all that in terms of what they might do with the offensive line, assuming we don't draft a, a rookie tackle really high. Yeah, and I mean, Feliciano is interesting because when you look at his contract, he got a uh... million fully guaranteed uh, fully indicating that he's going to be on this roster. And I think you can look at it multiple ways. One, the 49ers lost Daniel Brunskill, who has been their swing tackle backup guard, their utility guy who they've had for a while. And he, he, he left to Tennessee. And so they needed somebody to fill that role. Feliciano started at center last year for the New York giants. Was not great. Let's be honest. He was below average uh, last year. He was in the average to below average tier last year. Uh, but uh, he has starting experience at guard, starting experience at center, and he he provides experience that 
a guy like Daniel Brunskill had for several years. And at his price tag, that seems fairly reasonable uh, for the 49ers, understanding that they paid Daniel Brunskill $2.54 million on a right of refusal tender the year before. So you're paying a guy for cheaper, albeit a guy who's a little older as well. Um, but overall, with the entirety of the offensive line, you look at the two interior spots, right? Jake Brendel at center and then Spencer Burford at right guard. Both players, I think, played all right last year, up and down moments for both. Um, Brendel obviously earned a contract again after the 49ers struck out on a couple of free agents. Had a couple of thoughts on that, but Brendel's back. And do I think that Feliciano could compete with Brendel? I think he could provide adequate, adequate competition for sure. Um, I don't exactly know who'd win. Brendel obviously has the more familiarity in the system, which might provide him the edge for two, in my opinion, average-ish type players at the position. Uh, as for Spencer Burford, do the 49ers provide him another year to develop into a uh, a right guard, which he obviously played this past year? I think that Feliciano could also provide some competition there. But I think at the moment, you could view him as a Daniel Brunskill-esque player unless he steps up his play. The only other question that I'll possess is, it's Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's scheme, fairly favorable to offensive linemen. Feliciano could see a career rejuvenation a little bit into playing better or having better play than what his previous, uh, uh, obviously, resume might indicate. That's true, and there's also um, I'm not sure where where our offensive line coach uh, ranks in terms because I know people give Chris Kosarek all this praise, and I know some people praise Forrester on the offensive line. But do you do you have any inclination in terms of where Forrester ranks in the league as far as offensive line coaches go? I actually kind of like Forster. I think Forster is a pretty solid uh, offensive line coach. Uh, that's kind of my inclination of it. I mean, he was with Miami, came here after that. I think he has the trust of Kyle Shanahan. He's probably now his most trusted offensive assistant after McDaniel left and after a couple of those guys left. Maybe him and uh, maybe now Greasy, although it's only been a year. But I think he's Kyle Shanahan's confidant on the offensive side of the ball. He was given the run game coordinator uh, kind of role last year. And I, I, I do think that I, val- I I think he's a valuable guy. Got it. So since we're talking about offense, um, talking about a couple of Niners stuff before we head into this mock draft, we're going to actually do two mock drafts, one with trades and one without. Usually we just do it with no trades and we just keep the picks. But a lot of people are speculating that we're not going to make 11 selections in this draft that we may trade trade up. So it'll be fun doing it that way, too. Uh, and I really appreciate Rohan coming on here and willing to be willing to do two mock drafts. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But, um, you know, there's been a lot of hooting and hollering <laughs> every offseason for the 49ers. It seems like it's been like this, you know. Yeah, you got Purdy, who had the surgery, and, you know, Trey Lance, recent pictures and videos of him working out with Trey Lance and Jeff Christensen being the mix, Mahomes, of quarterback coach. And um, any thoughts on that in terms of, you know, the whole, you know, talk about the quarterback position with the 49ers? I mean, I think it's interesting. Uh, I mean, anytime your quarterback is working out with Patrick Mahomes and the coach that is coaching Patrick Mahomes, I think that you've got to at least view it as an added positive. I don't think there's a negative in working out with a guy like Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, it's a good sign. Do I take too, too much from it? Not necessarily, but I, I'm happy for Trey Lance, and it's a good opportunity for him. As for uh, the 49ers and their quarterback position right now, Brock Purdy, I don't expect them to – practice in full this offseason at all, uh, which likely means Trey Lance or Sam Darnold becomes the week one starter. At the moment, I give the edge to Trey Lance, more familiarity with the system. He's the guy that Kyle Shanahan is really, uh, that, that was his guy. And so that's kind of where I'm going. To me, here's how it looks. Brock Purdy, leader in the clubhouse, but Trey Lance, the ball is in his court. 
the way that he plays ultimately dictates the way this quarter, 49ers quarterback decision, situation goes. If he plays as he's expected in the offseason, he should beat out Sam Darnold. That means he should be the week one starter. And if he can show continued success leading the team to wins while showing some of that potential in the first four weeks, I think the 49ers continue to roll with Trey Lance throughout the remainder of the season, or at least until he can't, he proves he can't play at that level. However, if he doesn't play well over the first four weeks, I think the 49ers would be more inclined to turn back to Brock Purdy, who obviously had a, a good showing last year. The 49ers have confidence in him. I think they'd be willing to go back to him. I do think he, it requires for him to practice at least a couple of weeks, not only for that arm strength to get back, but also, I mean, to get him back in the flow of game shape. But it depends really on, in my opinion, the way Trey Lance plays. Yeah, exactly. The ball is definitely in his court. I mean, it's all about opportunities in the NFL. I mean, Trey Lance, obviously, they were saying, hey, you know, Kyle Shanahan to the media, he was always saying for a long, long time in that last preseason and during training camp, Trey Lance is our starter and he anointed him as a starter. And the unfortunate thing happened in a week two, I was at the game, you know, Lance got hurt and opportunity for Jimmy G, you know, they took him back on a cheap contract. He comes in. Jimmy G plays against the Miami Dolphins. What happens? He gets hurt. <laughs> opportunity for Brock Purdy. Right. Brock Purdy took the opportunity and ran with it. And the unfortunate thing again, you got he got hurt. It was just a crazy thing, you know, with the cycle of QBs getting hurt, and who knows how it's gonna play out. I don't think anybody knows. You know, all these people on Twitter, they can all say that, you know, they're trying to predict the trades getting traded, or they're trying to predict hey, this is what's gonna happen in the season, but nobody knows exactly what's gonna happen or who's gonna emerge as a starter when the season's all said and done. No, I agree. I do agree. I mean, I it's all up to how this offseason goes. Really, that's been the majority of the way for the 49ers and their quarterback kind of choice over the past few years. That is true. So we do got some comments in the chat. I see people already talking about people they want to draft. Eli Ricks, Ricks has mentioned. Um, Council's a big, big Eli Ricks supporter cornerback. So, yeah. Um, they, oh, yeah. They did resign. As far as the, um, the trenches go, let's uh, finish up. We were done with the quarterback talk. We did plenty of that yesterday, of course. And, you know, there's not really much else we can really touch on when it comes to that. But the 49ers did pick up Kerry Hyder. Again, I believe it was a one-year contract. They 1.2 or 1.5 million, similar contract to what they were um, giving Jordan Willis. And I kind of like Jordan Willis better than Kerry Hyder in terms of the stage of his career. But, you know, I'll trust the coaches and trust um, the 49ers on this one, I guess. But um, any thoughts on that, bringing back Kerry Hyder? Um, I think it's the it's a fine move. I, I don't take too much into it. It's the 49ers adding bodies for the offseason. Do I think Kerry Hyder's guaranteed a contract spot or a roster spot? I'm not going to say definitives until I see the contract details and the guarantee, but I'm not going to say he's guaranteed a roster spot. He's a, he's a valued veteran that they've had in there uh, in, in their, obviously in their rotation. Do I think he's anything too special? Not necessarily, but he's, you know, he's been a guy who's filled his role the last few years. Now to me, the 49ers at edge, I think there are only three guys that are locked into roster spots and that's Bosa, Drake Jackson and Cleveland Farrell. I think they have like three or four more edge guys that they've signed. I don't think any of them are guaranteed spots. Now, D-Tackle, I think they have a, a pretty solid group, a deep group, that is, where five, six guys, I think, are really 53-man roster guys right now. And so I think that that group can expand, and we still have the NFL draft. But I think, I mean, it provides for competition, just like the 49ers last year. They signed 17 defensive linemen uh, uh, going into 
their 90 man roster. And this year, you know, they don't have to cut people too early. They they might end up having 17 guys because you still have the draft and undrafted free agency. So I don't think too much about it, but it's a cool, uh, I mean, cool signing for a veteran. Definitely. Let me say what's up to some people who trickled in a little later. We got Scott Hill. Welcome to the channel. Never seen before, but if you're a newcomer, hit the like button and subscribe. We appreciate you. Also, uh, if you're not subscribed to Rohan, check out his YouTube channel. It's in the description box of this video on his Twitter as well. So welcome. Welcome, Scott Hill. What up? David McNiner he said, what's up, Bashar and Rohan? The one thing that happens is our 49ers will draft a player. No one has heard of LOL. Yeah. Um, there's obscure players out there, but sometimes those obscure, obscure players pan out. I mean, that's how the, the beauty of the draft, in my opinion, sometimes you never know an undrafted player may pan out. Who knows? See one other thing we got. Um, Oh, somebody's mentioned Buda Baker here, Buda Baker to the Niners. <laughs> I know he requested a trade, but I don't think he was the Niners. That's, that, that's jumping the gun. I don't think he would you would you take him? Are you a big fan of him? Would I take him? Absolutely. Yeah. But do Before I think what price? it happens? Not a chance. Uh, I mean, the 49ers don't pay safeties, first of all. And he want the reason he wants a trade isn't because he's unhappy. Well, he might be unhappy with the organization. He wants top dollar safety money. He wants the highest paid safety contract. The 49ers don't pay safeties, and I also don't think Arizona would trade him within the division. If I'm betting, I don't think Buda Baker gets traded. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Hufanga. Um, some people find him question to be questionable. He has his lapses from time to time, but I just think um he has a. He, I think he'll get better from what we've seen already, and I love his big playability. Uh, Ty, you know, Tyshawn Gibson. You know, I'm glad they brought him back, but again, we're probably going to draft a safety to replace him most likely in the future, and which which is fine, and I'll be perfectly fine with that. So, if you're ready, we can go ahead and share my screen and get into the first mock draft. Do you want to do the first one with trades? Uh, I'm good either way. Um, okay, so let's do the first one of the trades. I've never done a trade on this website, but oh, uh, we were taking around, take, you know, messing around with it beforehand. It looks like you can make trades on this. So let me go ahead and add this to the screen and uh, let's get going. So, um, so here's a do trade. Do you know the speed of the the way the draft goes? Um, I, I I hit it. I selected the fastest speed is what I did. Is so. there a normal by any chance? Oh, you want to do a normal speed? Okay, okay. Yeah. That well, way we'll be... we can just, we can go ahead. Yeah, uh, maybe the normal one. We can go ahead and we okay, can we'll see do normal uh, speed? the okay. way that it's selected for the trade one. For the non-trade one, we'll just go fast. Okay, okay. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Okay, so let's do this. I'm going to hit um, trade, right, because you want to trade up. And just or, let me know where here, you want to go I've with this. I've got a better idea. Let's run the draft, and then um, we'll make a trade with the way the board goes. Okay. So, yeah, because so just... I, I probably won't trade anyway, probably till pick 60, pick 70 at the earliest. So, yeah, we can just run it until then. And then on normal. The OK, OK, we'll run that normal. Yeah. OK, so. All right, that's cool. Let's do that. So I'm going to hit start and let me know when to stop. I don't know how much of the screen you can see, but it's um, it's Good pretty much me. telling. Do you mind putting the position on tackle? That's likely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. I, I have tackle in mind as well. Dewan Jones is still available, so um, let's let me know when to pause it. And let as me know this when to moves, stop. um, put it on safety as well. I want to see? Uh, okay, how... there you go. I don't know cool, if it lets cool. me select both. Um, yeah, tackle. We can go back to that. All right. Okay, I was trying uh, to select both. I thought that was a weird. I think I might have to toggle back and forth. I don't think I could do both on it though. No, you can just leave it at tackle. That's good. Okay, okay. Matthew Bergeron still available. Are we mm -hmm. in the third round yet, or are we still in the second? It's hard for me to tell. I'm trying to tell where we are. I know it says Blake Blake Freeland Freeland's still available. I see that right there. Okay, so the 49ers are about to oh, pick. Okay, okay. 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 So we're already at that pick 99. All right. 
So I don't, know, I don't know if you want to make a trade. We got a trade offer or you want me to exit For 106. Out yeah, All right. And 162. And then I guess you can click the one on the right, the right arrow for the, the three trade offers. Oh, there you go. Ah, okay. Yeah. 105. Arizona Cardinals. And then what's the last one? Washington Commanders. They're offering a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's late round picks. Yeah, they're late. And then one pick for four. 224. Yeah, the fourth rounder. There you go. All right. So we'll we'll decide between one of the first two. Okay. Well, so you're going to be John Lynch and I'll be Adam Peters. How about that? Oh, man. I like Peters. No, <laughs> oh, you like? But... Well, I was just, I was thinking that uh, John Lynch had more say. That's why I gave you John Lynch, you know? Mm, the, that makes Peters sense. GM. Okay. So, let's, uh, accept, you know. uh, let's accept the Cardinals trade. I like that one. We moved okay. back six spots. And uh, yeah, I, I like it too. Pick up two more picks. Yeah. There you go. So we're going to get pick 105 from the Cardinals at 168 and 180. So 168's in the fifth round, 180's in the sixth round. And we're going to get them our 99th overall pick. Let's do this. So set to the trade and let's see who is still available. Looks like um, Tyler Steen's still available as far as overall best available players. Wow, we got some safeties. Jordan Battle. Yeah. Marvin. Marvin I'm not. Yep. Quan Martin's there. Okay. So I think we can wait on safety because there are three of them. I'll wait till that 106. Jonathan Mingo's an interesting one. He's a sexy pick. He's my guy for the sexy pick. Um, I like I like mm. big fan Jonathan Mingo fan. Uh, but if you want right. to go off as a tackle, Tyler Steen's available. Wanya Morris is available. I like Morris. It seems like we can wait on Morris. We can just for a bit. Let's look at the safeties here. I might Let's look do that. to pick. All right. So there are three the top three the top four I really like. So I think that we could we could also wait on this, which means that. Let's look at corner because Eli Ricks was there and Eli Ricks might yeah. be a guy that you select here at 99. Garrett Williams is also interesting from Syracuse. I know the 49ers have met with him, but I think here at 90, let's go with Eli Ricks. Or at okay, we picked him yesterday and we're picking Ricks. him again today. Okay, there you go. They gave us an A plus for that and they gave us two trade offers as well. I don't know if you want to overlook these or. or... I think this is a time to pick. Let's reject these ones and let's okay. go back to it. Or reject these and. So we're at pick 102, best available players, Jordan Battle, safety from Alabama. Marvin Mims, I'm not familiar with him, wide receiver from Oklahoma. Interior offensive lineman, Luke Weipler from Ohio State. Garrett Williams, if you want me to pull up any position group, I can. Mingo's still available. Do you want to go for a fun one? Do you want to you want to get your guy Mingo? I'd like to. I don't know. Are you okay with it? <laughs> I don't want to. Hell yeah, I'm okay, okay with okay, it. Okay, okay, we okay. might have All to right. make a receiver move. So Exactly, because you may not be um, in our plans in the near future. Yeah, so know. let's make that Mingo move. Let's select Jonathan there. Mingo, to me, I see him as a poor man's. Um, who's the guy in the Eagles? Why am I forgetting his name? The wide receiver in the Eagles that used to be on Tennessee. Here, A.J. Brown. I see him as a poor AJ man's A.J. Brown. Brown. I don't know if you like AJ that comp, Brown. but. I'm like similar to a similar Mingo body type. Good. Mingo is good. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And here, I think we get our crop. Uh, we get our pick of the safeties. Let's go to safety here. But actually, okay. Bashar, before we do that, let's make a trade because I do want to okay. get Wanya Morris. And so I do want to get Morris. before okay, we let's... make the next pick. Let's go to the trade. So uh, let's go to the trade uh, part so that we can trade. trade up to get Wanya Morris. So let's find a let's find a team who has a pick in the one twenties. A pick in the one twenties. Let's do that. Maybe ATL there. No, not them. Let's find out. Baltimore. Baltimore has a one twenty four. One twenty four. Yeah, that works. So let's go to them. Let's give up one fifty five. Okay, and what else? Let's give up maybe one fifty five, one sixty four, and then one eighty. Let's see if this works. Or oh, 
I mean, it does it tell us the bottom if it's accepted? Yeah, it's accepted. It, let's see. Yeah. So once we added the okay. second pick, it's accepted. So we could just do 155 and 164 and we're good. So let's okay, do that. let's see if we can do that. Yeah, that works. Yeah, Perfect. it went through. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and then here go. is where I'm going to select a safety here because I think there's a lot of safety value here. So best available safeties, JL Skinner, Jartavius Martin, at least on their board, Brandon Joseph, Daniel Scott, Chris Smith. Each Anybody of the top like? three I think I like here. Each of the top three. I'm going to go with Quan Martin, Jartavius Martin here out of Illinois. I think he's a good safety, and I think he'd be okay. a good fit with the 49ers. What do you I like, like about him? Uh, I mean, I like a lot of things. I think his athleticism is really nice, but he's also willing to hit. I think that's important. And I think the versatility that he'd provide, really that that entire um, safety room. Sidney Brown's a very talented safety. He'll probably go in the first two rounds, maybe in the early third. I thought he was talented. But Jartavius Martin, Quan Martin, he was a guy who really uh, fit there as well. I think he's a good pick here in the third round. Okay. And best available player, there's one player that jumps out at me. I don't know if you like him, but I'm a big is fan he? of his. Um, Izzy, Israel Aben, Ab- uh, I can't even say this guy's Abenikanda. And what I like about him is he's uh, these guys, he's about 210. So he's not the skinniest guy or skinniest running back, but he's got some Mostert type explosive, explosive ability, at least in my eyes when I watch him. Yeah, he's a good guy. I want to see first if my guy, Wanya Morris, is still here. Oh, yeah. Right Wanya tackle, Morris. Oh, uh, he's gone. He he's is gone. gone. Oh, wow. But that does mean there's another guy on the board, and I don't want to lose him here. And that's Nick Salvidieri. I like, I like Nick Salvidieri from Old Dominion. We picked him yesterday. I think, yeah. I think he could be a Wanna solid guy here. Yeah, let's take him here okay, so, at 124. Yeah, we picked him yesterday. We actually picked him yesterday. Well, first we picked Zach Koontz, and then after that we picked Salvidieri. So we had back to back Old Dominion picks. So um, best available right now, who do we got available? Zach Evans running back from Mississippi. Uh, local guys. Oh, oops. They're, go, they're picking players now. My bad. thought it was just. But, I, I mean, just, uh, there's all, a couple of sub- Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Players there. K-12 okay, here we go. Should, should stop. Went. Yeah. The picks Perfect. were still going. Here we go. Luke Schumacher uh, from tight end from Michigan. Best available right now. Parker Washington, wide receiver from Penn State. Let's see if any names jump out at me. Some it's of these names Voorhees I don't recognize, actually. Yasser Abdullah. Oh, you like Voorhees? Yeah. Interior he's offensive a, he's, lineman he's from a, USC. He's a, he's a menace, man. That guy, he, he uh, I think he tore his ACL, maybe. Uh, he's undraftable because he tore his ACL, but he he benched like 40 at the combine. Oh, wow. Is he a, is he a center or a guard? He's a guard. Um, mm-hmm. I think he has center versatility, though. Okay. Is that who you want to take at this point in time? I don't think so. Because of the torn ACL, oh, okay, I won't say yeah. that. But I, I think I want to go and see the tight end position here. Let's do that. That's a good, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Okay, Schumacher. Obviously, I recognize from Michigan. Um, Wiley, I've heard about. Wiley is good. Him. Yeah, Will Mallory. I'm definitely familiar with Miami. I think here is where I think I'll go with Josh Wiley. Uh, okay, 168 for the value here seems good according to the board. Josh what type Wiley's of tight end good, is he? Uh, good tight end. What type of what, what type of tight end he, is he? he? He's a guy who you could see as a as a guy who could fill multiple roles. Josh Wiley, he's a guy I think a lot of 
I think NFL teams might be higher on him than uh, than maybe uh, the NFL or than what do you call us the media? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the NFL teams might be a little higher on him. He's a solid athlete, but overall, he's a good uh, he's a good guy in the passing game. He has uh, good ball skills. He has good uh, body control. He, <coughs> excuse me, good route runner, and uh, I think that that's pretty solid as well. And the other thing is he's strong, which is going to benefit him in the oh, run game. Blocking. Yeah. And I think that that kind of, I mean, he's got to improve more as a blocker, but I think that those skills of his will help him as a blocker. There you go. All right. So best available right now for pick 173. Um, the Marvion and linebacker, Kenny McIntosh running back. Voorhees is still available. Um, Dorian Williams linebacker. See, Yasser Abdullah linebacker. I recognize him. Keaton Mitchell, I hear he's a pretty speedy running back. I haven't watched him. Deuce Vaughn, I have watched. Little tiny running back. Um, explosive, yeah, he's, though. He's nice. Yeah. He's small, but he's nice. He's fun to watch, but he, I don't think he'll be much in the blocking game, that's for sure. <laughs> I got to like tell you, mm-hmm. from a value standpoint here, Charlie Jones is really nice at 173. Mm-hmm. Okay. Charlie Jones is a very, very talented receiver. I don't know if I can go receiver again after because picking Jonathan Mingo. Mingo. Yeah. What but I sense? do want to see the remaining of the board. So we've oh, yeah. selected a tackle. We've selected a tight end we've selected what else have we selected so far well what so we've selected corner wide receiver safety tackle and tight end let's look at a quarterback here maybe quarterback? If, uh, if a guy maybe? that we like is on the board and it seems like ooh, i was Stetson looking for Bennett. thompson robinson but it seems like he is He's off gone. the board here which means we can wait because i'm not too too high oh, on the rest what? of the Clay, quarterback clayton tune and jay Kaner are available Oh, Kaner's available. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I think well, I'll try and wait till 180. If 180, okay, Kaner's there. I think I select Jake. He'll Kaner probably there. be available there. He'll probably be available there because so, there are two. There's a quarterback on top of him here. Uh, let's look at a D lineman here. Let's look at the edge rushers, maybe. Edge. Okay, let's take a look. Yeah, edge is really important. Uh, Fahoko is still available. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the other two guys. Never heard about these guys. Mahoko, I recognize local guy. Right. The last eight. position before I make my decision, let's look at D line itself. And if there's a yeah. guy who I like, I think that uh, I'll go ahead and make the pick. But seems like a good amount of the depth is gone. Yeah, I noticed with, uh, that. I'm gonna go with the uh, Viami Fehoko here. Yeah, Fehoko to me is a name that really stands out in terms of who's available in the edges from San Jose State. He even plays high school ball locally in the Bay Area. So met up with the 49ers multiple times. And you, we'll just reject the tape trade offers, I guess, right? Yeah, it's okay. okay. We'll keep our 180, and Got let's it. look at the quarterback. And if uh, Jake Hainer's here, Hainer's still there. Let's take him. We're gonna take Jake Hainer from Fresno State, the son of Julie Hainer from Channel Two Fox News. So there you go. <laughs> I did not know that. That's uh... well, I didn't know it until um, well, I didn't know who he was until Ted, Ted from Ted Talks Ball brought him up, and then. Then he said Hayner right away. I thought of Julie Hayner, and he said, "Yeah, that's that, that's mm. that's his mom." I was like, "Oh, okay." There you go. Oh, Trey Tucker. Ah, oh, man, Trey Tucker's gone. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it always sucks when your player you like is gone. <laughs> and we have there a, a couple few, of interesting have, names yeah. here, though. Uh, a couple of interesting names. I see some safeties that I like. Um, one thing I do want to see because these are the safeties right position. here that are still available. Yeah, Rashad Torrance, Jay Ward, both are solid. Trey Dean, I've heard a lot about though, because I did see a uh, Moody gone. I want to see Kicker. if one of the top guys. Is yeah, still Chad Ryland. Chad Ryland there. I think we yep. can wait. Uh, what pick are Dude. we at right now? We're, yeah, we could definitely wait because we're at two sixteen. 
yeah, we could wait a little bit maybe, but um, mm-hmm. I see some good safeties. I see an edge rusher here, and uh, we Cox. took Fehelko, but I do think that we could take another edge rusher, quarter, or safety. I think we go best player available here. Uh, ooh, this is a tough one. They're All suggesting right. us Ventrell Miller from linebacker from Florida. That's what oh, they're suggesting. Oh, I can check linebackers. Yeah, let's look right, at linebackers because there are yeah, let's look at linebacker. Cam Jones, my guy, still available. D winners. My guy here is uh, Marte Mapu. He's a guy who I normally look for. If he is still available, Ooh. I'd like him. But he might seems be like he is gone. Yeah, he might be yeah. gone, and yeah, uh, rightfully like so. Rightfully so. What school is he from? Uh, Sacramento State. Oh, okay, okay. I have heard about him. We saw him available yesterday, but we took um, we took he was available towards the end. Actually, we took him D winners instead. What's his first name again? How do you say his first name? M A R T E. There you Doesn't go. Yeah, like I do. Remember. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, I remember seeing his name yesterday, but we took the D winners from TCU instead. I think here I'm gonna go with either the safety or the edge. That's, I think, where I'm gonna I'm leaning okay, towards. So say, the best safety on their board is Jay Ward. Uh, I'm leaning okay. towards Rashad Torrance, or if they got if they got good edge rushers, uh, he's available. He's on the edge for Florida. Thomas and Coombs interesting as well. You know what? Let's do a wild card and let's go with Thomas Incoom here. Okay. I know he's down there a little bit, but I oh, think yeah, he's a fine. good player. From At Central this point Michigan. in time, they're, yeah. When you get to these lower rounds, it's almost like and best player available is cool, but it's almost like who you like too, you know. And if that guy's there, why not get him? So best available right. right now, and we are picking at two twenty two overall. Uh, Robert Beal edge is available. D winners the linebacker I had mentions available. Sean Gaines is available. It's here offensive lineman. Is he a center or a guard? He's a guard, but I like okay. him, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think we'll select him here. Okay, there you go. A name I saw available right after that was Demario Douglas and that wide receiver. Demario Douglas Stanford. is interesting, actually. Yeah, uh, it's okay. We selected him. Demario Douglas is still available. We'll, we'll uh, go with Demario Douglas. He should, he should be. Let me go wide receivers. These are the best wide receivers Ooh, available. Oh, just went too. He's Douglas is available. Out. Douglas is available. You want to get him? Let's get him. Okay, and and just for for the sake of looking at the wide receivers, these are the other ones. Jaden Hasselwood is good, but let's get yeah. a yeah. Let's get Demario yeah, Doug, Douglas. I heard a lot of really really good things about Douglas. Just like. They call him the human joystick, and yeah, he's a fun one. He's he was a fun watch for Liberty. Mm-hmm. All right, at this point, Jackson Kirkland is still pretty solid. Let's see the kicker situation. If the kicker oh, yeah. is still there, because we need a kicker. available kickers. Chad Ryland from Maryland is still available. Let's is this our second to last pick or is this our last pick? This is our second to last pick. Okay, let's go ahead and take Chad Ryland here. Right, there you go. We got Chad Ryland. All right. And, and then with that last pick, let's go to Corey and let's take Ray John. Oh, actually, no, screw that. Payne Durham is still available. And I think okay. that, that tight end, I want two tight ends in this class. So let's go with him. Yeah, definitely. We do need, in my opinion, that's a good one because I, I, I'm, not, I'm not thrilled with uh, bringing Dwelly back and more competition is the merrier, in my opinion, at that position. So it doesn't give you an overall score on this draft, but it, you can kind of, you know, figure it out in your head. And, and the first three picks, he actually gave us A pluses. First pick was um, Eli Riggs, cornerback from Alabama. Second second pick we had was Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver from Mississippi. Jartavius Martin, safety from Illinois. Right after that pick, 124. Um, Nick out the very tackle from Old Dominion. They gave us a B. Josh Wiley, tight end. Cincinnati 
Um, Viliami Fahoko. I've also seen him listed as Junior Fahoko. That, that's where what, yeah. what he Junior wants to go Fahoko by. is, I think, it's nickname. Yeah. Yeah. So Edge from San Jose State, local guy. Another local guy, Jake Hayner, B quarterback from Fresno State. Thomas Incum, another Edge. You know, in my opinion, um, I'm perfectly fine with drafting more than one pass rusher because the old school rule is you can all you can never have enough pass rushers. So that's fine. Um, John Gaines, interior offensive lineman from UCLA. At pick 222, Demario Douglas, a flashy, sexy type of pick, from wide receiver for Liberty. They gave us a C plus, but I, I don't really care about that. If you if you see the guy you like, you get him. That's how I look at it. Chad Ryland, kicker from Maryland, B plus, and Payne Durham, tight end from Purdue. And let me know what you like about the tight end, um, Payne Durham. Have you watched him at all and scouted him? He's consistent. Mm-hmm. He's very consistent. I actually have watched him more than others because he was a Big Ten guy and a. I, I've watched a good amount of Big Ten football, but yeah, he's very consistent, and uh, he's not a he's not an athlete too much. He's not a guy who'll get you yards after the catch, but he's got a good catch radius. He's uh, he, he's very capable with his hands, and I think that he he's a he's just another threat that you could have in the in the uh, in the passing game. And you talked about Ross Dwelly, right? And looking to replace a guy like Ross Dwelly. Payne Durham has the capability to do that and be better than Ross Dwelly. And I think that, oh, yeah. you know, with his pass catching ability, I think that that's valuable. We drafted the guy who's who's got good strength. Durham even has the ability uh, to be a run blocker. I think he needs to add more strength. Wiley has it, but he's got a little bit of technique than Wiley maybe in the running game. And so that's where I, I think that uh, he, he, uh, he he's a good player. Cool. Before we start the next mock draft, I just want to see um... – because I always have to have my other chat window open, so I, I a lot of times I miss uh, any comments or anybody new that jumped in the chat. So just in case I missed it, I see Eric Wally's here. Say what's up, bro? How you doing? Um, says I'm happy Friday. Appreciate you. And not too much going on in the chat that I really really missed, but um, it's always good to double check. And we're gonna start our next mock draft. Um, we're gonna go with we the can fast, go fast speed. for this one because yeah, we'll uh, go with the fast speed. That's fine. No trades. And I'll let you take the the lead on this one, Beto, uh, or not Beto, uh, but Bashar. <laughs> This is, you know, what's funny. Aaron's called me Beto. Uh, yesterday, Brandon from Forever Faithful Podcast, he called me Beto. So, hey, I'll take it. Beto's an awesome guy. He's in the chat. The and... problem is, I'm reading the chat as you read the chat. <laughs> and so, the first one that I see is Beto's comment. And I said yeah. Beto instead of Bashar. Hey, no, no problem, man. Hey, it's not a problem. It's funny. All right, here we go. So, we're going to go fast speed on this one and into the draft room. Here we go. All right. So. I didn't start it yet. It was funny yesterday. I was before I hit the start button. I was like, "Whoa, why is Bryce Young? Why is Bryce Young still available?" I was like, "Duh, I didn't hit the start button." Hey, yet. we take a Bryce Young at ninety nine, huh? <laughs> okay, so they're going through the little draft process. Other teams are picking. All the players we want are gone. It's usually, how it is. Sam Laporte is going to be gone. There he is. I saw right Bergeron there. gone. Yeah, no, I'm not sure who's going to take Laporta. Just got, he, it just it just took him. They just took Laporta. Laporte is kind of like a, a, a poor man's kittle, kind of like, right? Yeah, he's a good player. That, oh, and best tight end. Let's look, let's look at tight ends really quick. I'm curious. Tucker Craft. Heard a lot about him. I just haven't watched him. Um, but Zach Koontz is gone. He's long gone. So none of my crush tight ends are really available. These are, this is best available. Tucker Craft, Jordan Battle, safety from Alabama, Tyreek Stevenson, corner from Miami. Sydney Brown, safety from Illinois. Sydney Brown is good. Yeah. yeah, I have heard a lot about him. I was hoping to see a nice edge or tackle pop. Zach Harrison is a name that I keep hearing a lot of really good things about. Um, my boy John V really sticks his neck out for him. He you know, compares him to a Bosa-type player or says he's built like Miles Garrett. Um, 
The only thing about um, Zach Harrison, now I didn't sit and watch him throughout his college career, but just glancing at his college stats, I didn't see high sack numbers. Maybe he makes up for it with pressures. Um, did you watch a lot of them? Who, Zach Harrison? Yeah, Zach Harrison. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, it, it depends because when you talk about college film, right, it's mm-hmm. tough. Pr- production is never the thing people look at when you talk about college film because obviously it's a lot of it normally goes down to scheme. And also the way that they're played, you've just got to look at the traits, in my opinion, and see can that translate to the next level. He's got good arms. I think he's got long arms. He's got good size for his position. And he's a he's a solid run blocker. Um, obviously, I think that he's he might be a better he might be a stronger run blocker than maybe a uh, a a better pass rusher. But he's got or I mean I think he's pretty solid in the pass rush. I think that you know you've got a a player that is pretty solid in both arm, uh, both uh, both categories, but also really good traits. Arm length is the thing that really steps out, and I think that's the reason he might get uh, you know uh, drafted a little higher with thirty six inch arms. I think that that's uh, that's something that teams really look for. Yeah, I'd like to go for him at ninety nine overall. If you're okay with that, yeah, go for it. So, um, yeah, Zach Harrison is the pick at ninety nine overall. So. Who else we got here? We got Jordan Battle, safety. Anybody you want want to take it at this tough point in time? I know you mentioned Sidney Brown. Yeah, Sidney Brown's good. I'll say that. Yeah. Sidney Brown is definitely good. He's a top safety in this class for sure. Uh, let's go with Sidney Brown. Yeah, because Tyshawn Gibson isn't getting any younger. We need, we need somebody younger in the mix to learn, learn from Wilkes and Gibson and totally for that on um, getting another safety in the mix. Uh, so any tackles at, available or not yeah really? um, Steen's available Tyler Steen's available it wouldn't be a good time I think it'd be a pretty good time to go for him right now which, or who do you like better Steen or Morris but I, I, I wouldn't mind okay. both I think both are available for uh for being a right tackle I wouldn't mind taking either here okay so maybe hmm I'm thinking we, we can with the last one we can take Steen here if you I'm want. thinking we can we can get Morris at 155 I'm thinking yeah we could we could try for it yeah, because uh, unless there's because let's see who's still Mingo's still available. Um, if you want to go that route, Darius Rush, cornerback, um, Tyreek Stevenson. Do any of these cornerbacks jump out at you? Um, yeah, you both take... of them jump out. Both of them are good. Rush is good. I know he's met with the 49ers, I believe. Stevenson's solid as well. Are these guys you take over Mingo? Are these depends on uh positional value, uh, mm. which one you, you, you value more, obviously, with the 49ers situation? Yeah. Uh, Jamie Brown still available. Let's take Bingo again. I, I I like Bingo. I'm just a big, big Bingo guy. So let's take him. Let's do it. And let's see if Morris is available. So we're gambling. A lot of times when you do these mock drafts, you take a lot of gambles. And if Morris is still... Oh, Steen's gone. So, whoa, maybe maybe Wanya Morris is gone too. That's kind of scary. Let's see. Oh, Morris is gone. Okay, okay. So we learned the hard way. So <laughs> Okay, so we might have to just go with Saldaveri in this one then. Yeah, Salivary is still available. Okay, so I, yeah, I guess it's not going to take any chances sometimes when it comes to offensive linemen. That's why I noticed with this draft. Yep, we have offensive linemen. They line always will likely go higher than you anticipate. And and their suggestion is um Jared Patterson, frontier offensive line. I believe he's their center. Yeah, he's um, solid. He Emilia, played center here. Yeah, I know that. Emilio yeah, from Alabama as well. Kobe, what do you think about Kobe Turner? I've looked at, watched a bit of his film as a D lineman. Would you see him as somebody the 49ers would take, or or do yeah. you like his film? 
round. I could I could see it in the fifth round. Yeah, I mm-hmm. could see it. I think they've but, met with him, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, he'd be a solid player. Okay, so since we lost that on Morris, I just think we can't we can't take any more chances at tackle. And I still like Saldaveri at this pick, so um, I'm okay with taking Saldaveri. So let's let's do that. Let's get Saldaveri there. So the next pick, you you do the next one, all right? It's all you. So Yaya Diaby is a player I've definitely heard. I believe the 49ers met with him as an edge from Louisville. Quarterback yeah. um, Corey Trice from Purdue. Emil Ikior, um, interior offensive lineman. They're suggesting him. Jacorian Bennett, cornerback Jacorian from Maryland. Bennett, solid, yeah. Yeah, who's the name that really jumps out at you as far as available right now that you, you totally get? Jacorian Bennett, solid. Let's look at tight ends. Tight ends, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Uh, Wiley's okay. still available. Brenton Strange, Cameron Latou, Will Mallory. Yeah, I see a lot of good names there, so I think it's good to stay off of. Maybe let's look at corner here. Corner, we got, let's see, we got cornerback. Corey Trice from Purdue, Jacorian Bennett, Mickey Garner, Starling Thomas. I, I definitely recognize that guy. I think here, understanding where we are, I think Jacorian Bennett would be a solid pick. Okay, so let's do that. Jacorian Bennett from Maryland. Uh, there you go. You know how how you know his own vital stats by any chance, or he's a fast guy. He he he's what the 40 unders look for in a quarter. Okay. I think he ran a four two seven at the combine. Oh, he's wow. fast. Okay. He's he's you know, he's six one. Solid frame, mm-hmm. fast guy. They look for athletes that they can mold into uh, to good quarters. I think that that's uh, a guy like him. There you go. Yeah, six one four two seven is not something you find too often. So we got um, Kenny McIntosh, best best player available on their board, uh, running back from. They didn't watch this guy, so he's one of the running backs I did not watch. Jared Patterson is still available. I do I think that's pretty good value at that pick, huh? At one forty and tier offensive lineman. We got uh, Colby Wooden, who I'm not familiar with. Brenton Strange, um, Wiley, the tight ends available um, over at 173. I think that's yeah, still pretty good go value. With, uh, we can go with the tight end here. Understanding we have a 40 pick drop yeah. off. If you if you value the tight end position at this point, you can definitely go with one. Okay, so do you like Wiley better than Strange? Because they're selecting, they're um, suggesting Strange over Wiley. I'd go with Wiley. I'd go with Wiley. Okay, okay. I think both are solid though. Okay, they gave us an A plus on that pick, and even on the Jacorian Bennett pick, they gave us an A plus. So that's cool. Amingo, they gave us A plus as well as Sydney Brown. So, all right. So the next pick is uh, pick number two sixteen overall. And oh, look who's available! Bingo for Hoko. I think this is kind of a no brainer. Um, yeah, he's easily the best edge available in my opinion. Go for it. Yeah. So it looks like, and Jay, let's just see who's available currently because um, I definitely like to get an edge at this pick. And we did get an edge of Zach Harrison, but again, the, my old fashioned rule that they always say throughout the draft is you can never have enough pass rushers. So. Uh, Fajoko, local guy for San Jose State. Pick 222 is the next pick, and who's available? Uh, Ventrell Miller is who they're suggesting as far as the best linebacker. As far as the linebackers currently available, Marty Mapu um, should be available. Yeah, Mapu's here. That's interesting. Do you like, do you like Mapu time. better than v- Ventrell Miller and Servoikia Dennis, who they're suggesting? I think he's a good scheme fit. Yeah, I definitely think he's a good scheme fit because he's one of those safety converted linebackers. Oh, okay. Has, there you go. Mm-hmm. He he's got good. Uh, so he's got kind of athleticism for the position. A little undersized, but he's got good uh, lateral speed uh, going uh, sideline to sideline. And I, I think he's a uh, he's a good hitter too. So that's why I like him. So let's go with Mapu because I remember we tried to get him last time and we weren't able to get him. So good 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 to get another local guy. And you said he's a scheme fit. And definitely, like you said, some of our linebackers are converted strong safeties. So. It sounds like he'd be totally fit our defense. And um, next available pick is 247. So Bryce Ford, we um, Bryce Ford Wheaton, West wide receiver from West Virginia, is their suggestion. Rakeem Jarrett at wide receiver, DJ Johnson at edge from Oregon. 
Puka Nakua, wide receiver from BYU. We picked him yesterday. Mackie Blackman, cornerback from USC. Trey Dean, safety from Florida. I definitely recognize him. And any position groups you want me to pull up at this point in the draft? Because we're at 247. Hunter uh, lucky. I, I see think him you try and go, Yeah, you try and go best player available. Ray John mm-hmm. Wright, uh, a corner, was a guy who I just saw there. But uh, at this point, what position have we not addressed? We've gone, uh, we've we've gone with the corner. We've gone with the offensive lineman. We've gone with the edge, tight end. We've gone, we've gone with a good amount. We've definitely gone with a good amount. So at this point, I, I think it's okay to stack positions, assuming you got somebody drastically better than the next guy or you're somebody that you really, really like, you know? Yeah. Uh, so let's look at the positions. Let's see who we can get. Um, let's look at uh, maybe another D lineman. If, uh, there you go. You read my mind. That. So uh, the only guy I recognize is Jonah Tavai. Cameron Young's available. Nesta Jade Silvera from Arizona State's the highest guy available. Jacob Slade, I think, might be somebody I've looked up. I think he's a bigger, heavier D-tackle, if I'm not mistaken. Um, P.J. Mustafer is a guy who I know. Um, he's an all right guy. Uh, probably goes around this place. I don't know if the 49ers would want him, uh, given that he wasn't a, he's not that great of an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not too, too into uh, – oh, Deshaun Johnson was there. But um, – Let's see. Let's uh maybe let's look at another position here. Let's look at okay. maybe let's look at corner. Uh because I know the 49ers you, you might want to sack corner here. Yeah. Like I said, Ray John Wright was a solid player. You might want to go with him here. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go with Ray John Wright. He's your best guy on the on the corners right now, right? Or yeah, let's State. go with him. There you go. Cool. Anything in particular you like about him? Yeah, I mean he's another guy. I think the 49ers have met with. Um, okay. Uh, I, I believe he was at their local pro day um, from Oregon State. Uh, I know they've met with him. I might have been at the combine or somewhere. Uh, I forget exactly where they met with him, but he he was another guy. Um, and they obviously met with him at the local pro day. Um, so I think I mean first of all the connection to the team is there, which is good. And I think that he's another solid corner for the uh for for the what do you call it for this draft. I think okay. he drafted Jacory and Bennett in this one. And I think he'll raise on right. Definitely goes earlier uh, in this class. He's a guy who can play on the outside, uh, solid size at six two. Uh, I think he's around one ninety, maybe, um, you know, his arms are all right. I think he can play inside or outside. Um, and he, he can play in man. Uh, and, you know, we play that press man scheme. We play, I mean, we incorporate a good amount of zone as well, but you might incorporate more man with Steve Wilkes. And so it, it, we'll see what we what we can do. He had a pretty solid year. Um, uh, I think he had eight PBUs in twenty. I forget exactly uh, what year it was. Twenty two, I think uh, that he mm-hmm. had, or twenty two or twenty one. It was, um, and then he had a similar year this past year. Um, but he's got good length for the for the position. Got good height for the position. Solid speed for the position as well. Uh, I think he's yeah. I think he's a pretty solid player. There you go. Okay. Cool. And as far as best available at pick um, 253, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this guy. We picked him yesterday. Um, Puka Nakua, if I'm saying his name right. Mikey Blackman still available. Cornerback from USC. Um, Tavion Thomas, I believe, is who they're suggesting right here. Running back from Utah. I didn't really watch him. Um, Trey Dean, the third. Safety from Florida. A lot of people like him. And another running back, Denaric Price. Yeah. Denaric Prince, that is. Yeah, let's look at running backs. As long as it's not in the third round, I believe 49ers will be okay with us drafting one right now. <laughs> Hunter Luepke. Hunter Luepke. Hunter that, Luepke. Uh, he's yeah. that uh, fullback converted guy. Yeah, North, North Dakota State. Solid, yeah. 
Now I know he's a fullback, and I've watched some of his film, not too much. Would you would you believe that he could be like a um, Mike Allstott type runner, or he wouldn't be able to be? He'd be more like a use check. Um, no, I think he could be versatile if that's your asset. Mm-hmm. I think he'd definitely be versatile. Um, if you're looking for a running back, though, a guy who I'd probably look at is uh, Cameron Peoples. I, I think Cam Peoples there he is. here is. State. I think. Yeah, I think he's an interesting guy here. Um, I think he's a guy who you draft around the seventh round here. Okay. He's a little slower, but he's played in the uh, a wide zone scheme. He's I, I don't know his forty time off the top of my head, but it was it, it, it's not too great. But um, he he's a power guy. He he's definitely uh, got good power, and I think that you know if you uh, put him in the scheme, try and make him a one cut runner. I think that that's uh that's something that he could work with which might make him faster than he uh than his 40 time indicates and did you hear any um things about how they're saying they try they might they might change our run scheme scheme to more of a power type scheme more so than a zone scheme did you ever hear that there are people i don't know that up. um i i know a lot of people insinuated that when they drafted trey lance i think that they can incorporate those concepts but i i do think that i mean I think that it's going to still be a very variable running scheme where you have a lot of counter, you have a lot of power, you have a lot of the zone stuff. And I think that uh, you incorporate, I think some of that comes with uh, you understanding you're going to be, you know, um, they're probably going to be operating out of the shotgun a solid amount. If Lance is the quarterback, understanding that you're going to be in a a zone read type of scheme. So I I think that Mm -hmm. there's a lot that can be incorporated for sure. And as far as his vital stats go, they say in six foot one, two seventeen. From Appalachian State, um, four six was it was his forty time? I just had it pulled up. Here we go. Oh, four six one forty. So not a fast guy, but they gave him a high rating in terms of a runner who can break tackles. This is according to NFLDraftBuzz.com, awesome website. That's one of my tools that I use. So yeah, we'll definitely um. Well, since you're high on him, we'll definitely take him. It'd be nice to have a power runner. I'm a big fan of power runners and running backs in general. So we're gonna go with the final pick overall. And if you were curious about kickers, really quick, Chad Ryland is still available. If you're a fan of his and the best available, they got Puka Nakua, Mikey Blackman, Tavion Thomas, Trey Dean, safety. Uh, who are you Bell, taking here? Too. Who do you want to select? Who would I take? Um, so since we got Gonzalez, I'm okay with getting a UDFA kicker. I really am. Okay. So for me, who I would take, since we already got wide receiver, I'm fine with that. I'm leaning towards um, Mikey Blackman or Trey Dean. Um, somebody in the secondary. Um, yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Blackman. Cornerback Blackman. Okay. I think it's always good yeah. to have cornerback depth and Wilkes is in the mix and so yeah, so it'll give us it won't give us an overall grade, but we can go ahead and recap all the picks really, really quick. So pick ninety nine was Zach Harrison from Edge from Ohio State. A lot of people are high on him. One hundred one was Sidney Brown, safety from Illinois. One hundred two, the sexy pick, Jonathan Mingo, my guy. The poor I, I kind of call him a poor man's AJ Brown. Keep in mind, poor man's. All right, one fifty five, um, Nick Sal, the very tackle from Old Dominion. 164, Jacorian Bennett, quarterback from Maryland. 173, Josh Wiley, tight end from Cincinnati. We definitely have to um, up our tight end game, so um, that would definitely help. 216, Viliami or Junior Fajoko, as some people say, Edge from San Jose State, local kid. Another local guy, 222, Mar- Marte Mapu, linebacker from Sacramento State. 247, Rajon Wright, cornerback from Oregon State. 253, Cameron Peoples, running back, your power runner type. From Appalachian State, and then the final pick that we picked at 255, Mekhi Blackman, cornerback from USC. So that concludes our mock drafts. And as always, it's always a lot of fun. And I just want to 
say what's up to some people in the chat i know i feel bad for you guys i usually i'm, I'm aware of what's going on in the chat because i have my browser open to look at you guys and watch you guys when i'm running the mock drafts i have a separate um actually i have multiple browser tabs open and i can't really focus on you guys but see jason's in the house um good to see you, jason i see you bro says um how's it going beto and he's just saying what's up to everybody in the chat good, good to see him here good guy if you're familiar with him and yeah and as always it's uh, you know this is the time of year where things start to get more fun of course you know we hit we hit a slump with the boring part of the off season and then when the boring part of the off season comes around it's trade rumor this trade rumor that rumor this rumor that and you know when people don't have much to write about you know rumors pop up and but you know leading into the draft there's plenty of fun with the mock drafts and who we might take or who we won't take and you know we're we're almost there man draft time's coming up yeah, man. I mean, it's what, like just a little under two weeks away now. And I know we still don't have a pick until day three, but I think that this year is going to be different than last year. At least I hope, you know, last year, the 40 enters didn't make a single move, drafted 10 players, solid draft class. Uh, obviously, we have to see overall what the rewards will end up being over time. But this year you have 11 picks, but you have a lot of picks that are right next to each other. I anticipate at least in the third round the 49ers have some movement i don't anticipate them selecting at 99 101 and 102 i think there's some movement being up or down the board depending on how the board shapes out and so i'm excited for this draft i am and then i know you called me beto earlier so beto responded he says it would be an honor to be called bashar <laughs> I don't know if he's being sarcastic, but hey, I appreciate it. I take it, man. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are assuming that in this draft, the 49ers aren't going to draft 11 players. And hopefully if that's the case, they do trade up and get um, a bigger name type guy who they think has a chance to become a day one starter. That would be awesome. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. With the roster we have, I mean, does it really make sense to draft 11 picks? And look, but the cool thing is, is that even though we made that, sure, we traded for Trey Lance and we you know we missed out on some first rounders. And we made that CMC trade. We still have 11 picks in this draft with this amazing roster that we have. So that's that's definitely a luxury. And, you know, it's going to be a tip play to look forward to once we do make those picks. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I think it'll be, you know, definitely a draft where they – I don't know if they're going to target positions necessarily, but I think that they'll have a certain board coming into mind. But I also think that – BPA should be a good amount of their approach, if not all of their approach, understanding where they select and what their roster constructor currently is. Totally agree. So do you have anything in the works as far as your YouTube channel goes or with 49ers web zone? I know you're doing some stuff with the Wisconsin Badgers as well, right? Yeah, I do. But uh, on my YouTube channel, do expect the stream either this weekend or early next week. Going to get back on the streaming business as the draft comes along for 49ers web zone. A lot more draft content should be coming on. I know there's been a little bit of a dead period with the news itself, but a lot more draft content should be coming on uh, sooner than later. And it'll be the draft on draft day as well. I do an extensive amount of coverage, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Will be a fun time for sure. Definitely, definitely. So um, as far as my channel goes, um, expect more mock drafts in these upcoming weeks before the draft, heading up to the draft, because there's some people I contacted that we're going to do, do some more mock draft shows on because these – Mock drafts are always fun for me. I want to say thank you to everybody in the chat. The 49er Faithful always rips hard in my chat, and you guys always make it fun. Um, definitely thank you for Rohan Rohan for coming on. Had you on before, and I look forward to having you on again in the future. Hey, my man. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. And, I mean, it was a blast, uh, obviously, doing this with you. And, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk shop soon. 
Definitely. Thank you, everybody, for watching 49er Minded, where we get into the minds of 49er fans. Keep repping those 49ers and stay 49er Minded. Peace. Let's go. Go Niners. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.